Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz fall tonight on a historic performance by Joel Embiid. 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks. And yet the Jazz were in this game to the final moments. And you might actually argue it was the offense, not the defense, that cost them the game. We're talking about it coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as we have watched NBA history. No player in the NBA has ever put up 50 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 5 blocks in a game. And Bede had 59, 11, 8, and 7. He dominated this game in a way we've rarely seen players dominate a game. His 19 field goals, 20 free throws, and I'm not sure what this last thing is, 10 rebounds. The only players who've ever done it, Wilt Chamberlain in his 100-point game, Michael Jordan on March 28th of 1990, and Joel Embiid tonight. No player in NBA history has ever had, as I said, 50, 10, 5, and 5. Embiid had a career-high points and blocks. Was there anything the Jazz could have done about it, Rob? I don't, I don't think so. You know, watching and thinking back the way this game was, was played um, and, and how it, it just turned out to be a two-man game or two-man scoring game there for, for the uh, 76ers with, with Maxie having... You know, a fairly good night. He got up 24 shots. He ended up with with uh, with 15 points. But it was all Embiid's effort out there on the floor that that they just kept going to him. Doc gave him a rest for about a minute or two minutes at one time. Brings him back into basketball game. He just didn't want to waste, you know, that type of uh, an effort or that knowing that he's hot and didn't want it to go away. On the back end of a back to back that sometimes Embiid doesn't play. And the story of the night is simply Embiid on the floor versus off the floor. When Embiid's on the floor tonight, the 76ers are plus 25. When he's off the floor, they're minus 18. And he played 38 minutes. In the 10 minutes he was off the floor, the 9 minutes and 20 seconds, they were minus 18 tonight. So you're right. Doc just rode this train all the way to the finish line. Yeah, he, you know, he's an ex-player. He knows when a guy's hot. And he knows when he has it going on. And so he wanted to make sure he got the maximum everything he could out of Embiid. He averages... 35 minutes a game. So he only played, what, a minute and so more, maybe a couple of minutes more than he normally plays, you know, to get 59 points. 24 free throws for Embiid tonight. Do you feel as though he got superstar calls or no. was just simply unguardable? He was just unguardable. And the, and the, some of the fouls that he got was, I didn't see anyone complaining about, you know, some of the fouls because he was able to draw fouls on, on um, marketing and he definitely drew some, some, some fouls on, on Kelly Olenek uh, strictly by just a pump fake and, and getting him up in the air. So he deserved everything he got tonight. The crazy thing, if you go back to the first quarter, Olenek defends him well. He goes two of six when Olenek's guarding him. He's four of nine in the quarter. He, go, he gets hot when Kessler gets on him. And, and, and actually the Jazz, like, right, like they, they actually defended him pretty well. The Jazz lead at 30-26 at the end of one. Embiid's got 13, but he's four of nine. Embiid has 24 at the half, but the offensive rating of the Sixers is only a 102. The fact of the matter is actually the Sixers' offensive rating on the night is nothing special. It's about a 110. It's right below league average. I mean, the final number has now come in tonight, and I, I, think, you will, I think we will see uh, that the offensive rating tonight by the 76ers was below league average, 47th percentile. So as great as Embiid was tonight, the real story is the Jazz score 21 points in the third, 20 in the fourth, and really were unable to get the offense going because defensively they weren't bad. As historically great as Embiid was, they weren't bad defensively tonight. No, but single coverage with a player like that when he has it going, you know, um, 
would like to see something else. Well, I mean, they go four of twenty-three from three, so you're not you're not letting him get those threes. You're not letting him get those other opportunities tonight, right. and you know. So and he had a good shooting night. So, so you know, yeah, what, I mean, what, what went, he uh, we looked at it with uh, with Tim Lacombe at one point in this game, and I have to pull it back up. I don't think I have it up anymore. But what his shooting was based on where he was on the floor, it was it was something else. Uh, I think he was eight of nine um, in the shooting. Uh, tonight in from the long from long two like you don't mind him taking that shot he's seven of nine tonight on long twos all right let's go offensively though this was a tough night for Mike Conley I thought it was a tough night for Jordan Clarkson the two of them go five of 22 combined Mike's one of seven Jordan's four of 15 to me Embiid's historic but if the Jazz get a good a decent offensive night as the number one offense in the league they're all right now Philly comes in being great defensively recently. We talked about it all night long, so it's not totally surprising. But what happened to those guys? Well, it was the guards. I mean, I, they just couldn't get their shots off. And, and uh, as Coach Jensen was telling Kelly Olenek and anyone that was guarding Embiid, don't go for the pump fakes. They didn't go for Jordan Clarkson's pump fakes and, and his uh, when he got down in the paint. You know, he can get guys up and with the footwork, spin around and get his shot off. You know, that was not easy or he just didn't happen. Tonight, so those guards uh, really had a good night against um, against our guards for the most part. And they've got him. Maxi gets into with a great mm-hmm. athlete. Bible starts solely for the purpose of defense, and he was on Jordan. They come off the bench with Milton and Melton, who are both very, very good defensive. I mean, they have long, athletic guards to get into. You. Mike, Mike six, looked three and six five. Like Mike <laughs> looked noticeably flustered tonight. Yeah, and and again, that little floater that he likes to shoot with that right hand that he uses that he says is it's his touch shot. Was it looks flat and, and didn't look soft like he like he normally shoots and sometimes that means you're rushing it you know trying to make sure you get it off. The hustle was great tonight. The Jazz had another big night offensive rebounding. They had not had a big offensive rebounding night in a while. The Jazz had 18 offensive rebounds tonight. They had kind of slipped in that category down to seventh in the league where they used to lead the league. So there's I actually think there's a lot of really really good signs. This has also been somewhat grueling travel schedule. I don't. I do wonder if they ran out of gas a little bit. Like, well, they score 41 points, and we just have not, like, we've just been playing one after another. And, frankly, when you don't have a Joel Embiid, it takes such a collective effort for this group to win games that it takes a lot of juice out of everyone every time you try to win a game. Could very well be. Could very well be. I mean, you see um, Tucker, 14 minutes, and, and Kessler got 12 minutes there tonight. It, um, could very well be the travel getting in last night late and you know just all of that probably could have come into into uh, effect david but again it's not a lot you can do the way no MD no play um you you would have liked to see some more doubles or something else in that well, regard i i thought you know listening to coach jensen he talked about uh a group of guys when, when he gets the basketball make sure that there was a group of guys around him um and I didn't see a lot of that. The times that, that that it did happen, I thought Clarkson lost his man and the guy back um, from the back door from the backside, and they got got a dunk. So they did get a little confused about you know where and and when to attack him and when not to attack him. Oh, it's okay. Well, my man just scored. I think I better stay with my man. Let let him. I mean, the, yeah. the big number. You're. I mean, I, I I think everyone's thinking the same thing. You are. It's a legitimate conversation. I think the big number is the eight, right? The eight yep. assists. Like, and those eight assists were not like kick-out threes because they only had four threes. They were layup dunks. Exactly. Where when we brought double teams, they were getting – He was he's 7-1. He's playing – he likes to play at about 15 feet, and he's able to go over the top of everyone yeah. um, on those plays uh, tonight. It, it was – hey, we've seen uh, – it's a 
third biggest game ever against the Jazz. It's the second biggest performance ever against the Utah Jazz. It's never been done in history before. I actually think it's a pretty, like, you, you still saw the, the, the collection of all the things that are Utah Jazz this year that allows them to play. Like, I think Al Aldenabi just kind of yelled down to Bowler and Thurl and said, like, wow, that's like, that was a heck of a performance from you guys. I mean, this is a historic night, and you're with them possession by possession by possession, and you just couldn't get the offense going to be able to match it. I still think it's an, it's an awfully impressive performance uh, by Utah and shows why you know everything they've done so far is pretty legitimate so far. This was, this was just a massive, awesome performance. All right, stars of the game, two stars for the Utah Jazz tonight. Where are you going, Ron Boone? Boy, that's awfully hard to, to, tonight, but... <sighs> Looking at this a little earlier, and, and you know, where do you go? I, you want my quick early thoughts? Yeah, Anybody yeah. want to vote on the online of our live ones? I'm going Colin Sexton and Malik Beasley. I thought they really helped out our guards. That works. The, the three-point yeah. shooting of Malik is, is really a weapon. Yeah. And I thought Colin Sexton played, a, as he often does, a fearless, aggressive, impressive game um, tonight to carry the Jazz uh, and, in that way. And that boosted the Jazz scoring off the bench, which has been very good all year. I think we had 47 points off the bench. The Jazz have been averaging 40, almost 44 points so, all year. again, if you're just grabbing it, Joel Embiid, 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks. The fourth quarter tonight, the only missed shot he took was a prayer turnaround jumper 3 late in the fourth quarter because he just was goofing off. Frankly, at that point, the game was over. He had six blocks in the quarter. He went seven of seven in the quarter shooting. His final numbers in the fourth quarter. you have a fourth quarter only box? I Ron, do. I the do. fourth quarter only tonight for him was 26 points, three rebounds, five block shots. You discuss amongst yourselves what's more impressive. The 23 points or the five block shots in a quarter alone. That is postcast tonight. On behalf of Ron Boone, I'm David Locke. We'll be back with you Tuesday on the floor at about a little before 5 o'clock at DLock09 on Instagram, and we'll be here with you. The New York Knicks. Against the New York Knicks. Tickets are available at utahjazz.com. Thanks very much for tuning in.